fit in the video. Hello, this is 2AM Brains, and I don't know if I'm going to edit that out, so if this episode starts with, oh shit, there's a video, just know that that's because Estelle just realized she's going to have to watch a video. I'm excited about this, and I would say don't edit that out, because I feel like I, that's a really good intro. I kind of think I'm going to leave it in, and oh. I think you should be excited about the terrible video. Okay. Um. Now, do you know what we're talking about today? I don't know what we're talking Even with the title of the video, I do not know what we're talking about. Okay, so we did a poll in our group. Oh, wait, I remember this now? Yes. yes. Okay, what? <laughs> of the options available for right. an episode this month, our listeners said that they would like to hear a little bit about my cult upbringing. Now, <laughs> we don't have time in one episode to cover that because that's right. a big topic and we will talk about this again we will there, there will be some more episodes going forward every now and then i'll throw in a little yes. you know little bit for you a spice here and there i do think i want to on a regular basis ask our listeners what they want to hear i agree i like the idea of them telling us Absolutely. what they want us to talk about we're not always going to listen nope. sometimes we're going to say fuck <laughs> you we're not discussing that but for the most part if I put a poll out sure. and these are the options, yeah. probably all of those are going to be available at yes. some point, but the top one is the one that we will do as soon as possible. Yeah. I also just like to hear, like, other people have ideas for us to, like, look into, and I like interesting Oh, things. I would love that. If so there are always. some options out there, if there's something mm -hmm. that our listeners want to hear about, us. send us a message. Let us Join see. us on Facebook and send us a message. Yes. Uh, send me a message on Twitter. I may not be on Twitter much longer. We'll see. I don't know. I have been going on to Twitter, and then I just keep reading all of these things like, fuck Twitter, why are we on Twitter? It's like, you're on Twitter, though. Right, but some of us I don't know what's happening on Twitter because we don't have anywhere else. I'm literally on Twitter media. because I like to see what other fans of the people I like right. are thinking. That's it. See, and that's why I'm, I'm still, still on Facebook. See, that's why I'm still on Facebook, because okay. yeah. I I use it for the fan groups that I'm mm -hmm. in. I'm in some fan groups. Yep, I love to fan out. You know? I do, too. <laughs> um, so send us a message. Send yeah, us an absolutely. email. Send us a message on Facebook. Tell us if you're a fan. Ooh, if you're... <laughs> oh, tell us what you're a fan of. Or that, too. I want to hear what you, you are listening to and what you're talking about. Right. And if you have a story you want us to tell, I want to we know will tell it. it. We will probably yes. put a terrible spin Actually, on it. Actually, one of our listeners was telling me something, and I was like, uh, wait, if you want to continue this story, you might come on the podcast, because Ooh. this would be a funny one. Um, one of our coworkers, they're hilarious. They're a who. They had lots of we crazy several ass of things those, to yes. talk about. So we might, we might. I can think of a couple you of and people I that might, could be. Um, talk with them and see if maybe they want to either tell us their story to tell others or okay. if they want to come tell their story. That would be great. Yeah. So that would Anyways, be I want to hear about your cult upbringing. Okay, so for this episode, what I chose was a couple of things that are very relevant to my personal life. Okay. Um, and I chose those um, because they're relevant to me. So there's Wait. a lot of... Oh, shit. There's a video. Oh, there's going to be a video. <laughs> this just became a different... Oh, shit. There's a video. <laughs> the video is not about me. Okay. We'll get to the video. Okay. Um, so I left 
when I was 18. Yes. I left the cult. So what we're going to talk about is actually some, today what we're going to talk about is some of the media, I guess is the best way to put it, directed at um, children and teenagers in the cult. Okay. From the cult. Right. Um, I, mean, I guess I should name it's the Jehovah's Witnesses. We are talking about Jehovah's Witnesses. I was Witnesses. raised in that cult. Um, my parents converted before I was ever born. Right. Um, so I was raised in it until I was 18. I was there my entire life. And my parents were very active members okay. in the religion. So I grew up with a lot of that. Yeah. And I think it's important first that we talk about defining the word cult. I was going to ask you to define that or define your religion. So I'm glad I'm, you went there. What I'm going to do is I actually am going to use um, Andy Nasali's de definition okay. from six sociological characteristics of cults. Beautiful. I'm going to use his definition because it seems like from a sociological perspective, this is the most appropriate way to define what we're talking about. Okay. So number one, authoritarian leadership. The leader's word is considered the ultimate and final word. Correct. That can be one leader or it can be a group of leaders. The Jehovah's Witnesses are led by what's called a governing body. It is a group of, I think it's like 12 men or something. I don't remember the number now, but it's a group of old men who... They never come right out and say their word is law, but cult leaders never come right out no, and they're not say allowed it. To what they say is that they are being led by God, and if you disagree with them, right. well, you're disagreeing with them. Because God. they're not the Messiah, Stephanie. They're no. just the speakers for They them. are just the governing body of right. Christ. Yeah. Christ is directing them. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. So it's very authoritarian, but it's done quietly. And that's the way most cults are. Okay. And if you think about it, most religions, most religions fit, that definition, fit that definition. Especially the larger religions yeah. and the very organized ones. Right. I mean, have you heard of the Southern Baptist Conference? It's a group of men who control every church in the country that calls themselves Southern Baptist. Now, all of those churches think that they are independent churches, but at the end of the day, they will lose their status as Southern Baptist if they go against oh, the Southern Baptist Convention. I was unaware of that, actually. And most people are. Well, so it's really easy to look at one particular church and say, oh, well, that one's a cult, but the one I was raised in isn't. Right. Maybe it was, though. Probably. Okay, so number two, exclusivity. They are the single means of salvation on earth. Right. Again, most churches say that. Yeah. We have the right version of Christianity. Yeah. We have the right version of Islam. We have the right version of Buddhism. We are the only ones who have it right. Correct. We are exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Next is isolationism. Some cults will require their members to renounce and even break off associations with family and friends who aren't part of who the church. Who are not exactly. Sometimes that even looks like a group that moves to one location and lives together. That's okay. not the case for most cults, though. Yeah. Most cults don't have quite that much of an insulary community. But for the Jehovah's Witnesses, the way that that looks is you don't break off family ties. But 
you're discouraged from spending too much time with the world. You're encouraged to see your family in the religion as your real family. Right. So they don't necessarily want you to break off, but they want you to bring them into the fold with you. And if you can't, you keep them at arm's length. Because they're damaging to you. Yes. And they, they say things, the Jehovah's Witnesses, I grew up being told this, and it's actually a quote from the Bible, bad association spoils useful habits. Mm. That's a Bible verse. And what that means is associating with people who are not us will make you not want to be one of us. And we are your only means of salvation. Right. So... Don't associate with them any more than you have yeah, to. That, that's like, I mean, shit, to break it down into the easiest terms, it's like the pretty girls and the ugly girls in school. You know, or yeah. the popular, not pretty and ugly. First of all, I don't think pretty and ugly is a real term in human, <laughs> human, <laughs> humans, but uh, I think we're all kind of ugly, but uh, just kidding. Um, but like the popular girls and the non-popular people, that like that's just so basic like yeah. if you talk to the unpopular person while well, you're in the popular crowd you, you are now standing. yeah because yeah. that person is going to tarnish you mm-hmm. so wow exactly um another uh key thing with cults is opposition to independent thinking okay they discourage you not to think for yourself correct they discourage you from Thinking differently than how the leaders tell you to think. So, like, when questions happen, like, what is their answers to you questioning? Specifically, let me remember our religion when Mm -hmm. I specifically asked, like, my Sunday teacher, Saturday Mm -hmm. teacher, whatever, is God, like, how do you know God's real? And she was like, oh, da 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 da. Would they even break that down or would they just be like, absolutely don't talk about that? See, and most religions will have an answer for that. Yeah. But even if a child keeps pushing them, eventually they will all tell you to stop asking. Absolutely. Does Jehovah's Witnesses even give you a chance to have an option to think differently, though? That's what so I'm So what ask. they do, theirs is a little bit insidious when you're talking about things like um, leaving the church. They very much encourage the idea that you don't have to stay with the religion that you were born into mm. and you don't have to stay with the religion of your parents. Okay. Except when you're talking about Except living for when you're there. Correct. So they encourage you to think about it up to a point and then at some point you lose the ability to think about it anymore because right. now you're, you're starting to stray and we can't have that. Right. Um, Another feature of cults is the fear of being removed from the group. Now, this removal from the group can, in a cult setting, lead to shunning by the members of the group. Yeah. And that is incredibly hard, like, for someone whose entire family is in the group or someone whose entire social circle is the group. Leaving that means leaving everything. Okay. It means... You lose your entire family. You lose all of your friends, all of your social connections. And I have talked to others over the years who have left that their parents and grandparents and siblings and aunts and uncles are all in 
all of their friends are in. Wow. And when they left, they lost. They really did lose those Everybody. Friends. And they've spent their entire lives being told the world outside is evil and bad and immoral and wants to hurt you. Right. And now they have to leave that group and try to build a whole life all by themselves with no structure, no safety net. That's so hard. And it's incredibly difficult. So coming from somebody that had to leave, like, I mean, I can't imagine how hard that was, like, at the end of that day. Like, it, it is extremely difficult. And yeah. it has lasting consequences. Right. Um, like I said, I left when I was 18, and I never learned how to make friends. Because your friends are the people in the church, and you don't make friends with other people. Yeah. And so I'm already a socially awkward person, and so at 18 years old, having to learn how to make friends is nearly impossible. Because, I mean, the only social skills that you really learned, I'm assuming, not to assume so harshly, but were... To raise children and cook and clean kind of thing? Um, or were you at least yeah. given a little more independence than that? Very little. Because school was not important, right? No. Um, I was expected to get good grades in school, but I didn't. Okay. I did not get good grades. Okay. Um, and I was expected to never go to college because I wouldn't exactly. need college because, because you the world dying. was going to end. Right. And I wouldn't need a college degree. I needed to save souls. Right. Which, that's, that, that, Jehovah's Witnesses don't believe in the soul. You aren't saving souls, but you are saving people. Oh, they don't believe and, in souls. Yeah, that's well, what the fuck goes We'll get into heaven. that another okay. day. Okay, okay. <laughs> that's another, yeah. So next is threats of harm. Um, when you start pulling away from a cult, you will get threats of harm. And whether that's physical threats or or threats of being thrown out of the group and not being one of them. And now, like, I left the group being told that I wouldn't get to be saved anymore by God. Yeah. I mean, I didn't believe in that. But still, I am now unworthy of the Creator saving me. Other cults um, actually threaten physical harm to people who leave. You hear that a lot with... Um, Scientology group. Oh, Jesus. You know, what we do need to do is get into those... Yeah, I'm not going to call anyone crazy. That's rude. Because I'm technically crazy. So I, yeah. But listen, that shit unhinged. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We should talk about that. Sometime. We really should. We really should get into that. But yeah, okay, so... But these are not... Like, these guys are not threatening, like, physical harm most no. of the time no. with the Jehovah's The Jehovah's Witnesses, as far as I know, don't as a group okay. threaten any physical it harm. Is not just, there might be specific individuals who have received okay, threats right, of harm, right. but that's not an organizational but thing. But the 12 dudes on the no, top, they're they not coming out. And okay. each congregation has a group of men called elders okay. and ministerial servants that run that particular congregation and answer to the next higher-ups. None of them as an organizational structure, threaten physical harm for leaving. Okay. But that doesn't mean that it isn't implied. Right. No, I mean... And that doesn't mean that there are not people who have tired. been physically threatened. Absolutely. I'm not going to speak to other people's personal experiences. Sure. That's not That's not my place. Right. 
as an organization, they don't threaten physical harm. Okay. They do threaten psychological harm. Yeah, and spiritual harm. For sure. And emotional harm. And that's not better. No. But I just want to be clear. I don't want someone coming back and saying, oh, well, yeah. you said that and the no, elders threatened to beat you up. what they're saying. No. no. That, as a group, that's not one of their tactics. Okay. But that is a common tactic. Right. In a, a cult. cult. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So now we're going to talk about some of the messages that they send to kids. And we're going to talk about that because, like I said, I left when I was 18. Yeah. My entire life. And actually, it started before I was born. Um, they have a magazine they produce called Awake. Okay. And that magazine has a segment in it. I think it's once a month in the Awake magazine. Um, they have a segment called Questions Young People Ask, Answers That Work. Oh, that works. And it is. Yes. Cool. And it is directed <laughs> answers towards. Answers that work. Not answers. Yes, not answers. Answers, answers that, that work. work. <laughs> Good answers. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. <laughs> So this is a an article series directed at kids between like eleven to thirteen at the youngest and like eighteen. When your mind's really trying to Yeah, when you're young. And some of the topics um, are things like what if I don't get along with my parents? Or am I too young to date? Or what if I think I need to lose weight? I'm excited to hear the I mean, answers that all for Those these. are all good topics, right? These are those these, are the kinds of things yeah. that you want to have good answers absolutely. for an eleven year old who's saying, but what if I want to lose weight? Yeah, absolutely. You want to have good answers for a ten or twelve or fourteen year old who's saying, Am I too young to date? Right. Because those are relevant questions. If you're a 19 year old and you really just can't get along with your parents, maybe you should figure the fuck out. And maybe you need to know why. <laughs> yeah, no, I for mean, sure. so I just, those, are, those sound like. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Good. Well, what we're going to talk about today, the first article I want to talk about is called Why Do I Cut Myself? Okay. Now, again, this is questions young people ask, answers that work. Right. The question so is. A, trigger warning at the beginning of, or on our there, There's going to be a trigger thing. warning in this one, Perfect. and I'm also, also I'm going to this. include some information on who you can contact if you are in crisis. I was also going that's to say all, that. Cool. That's all in here. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. So, you want a good answer to that, right? You really this is need a, thing a good that answer for that. teenagers think about. This is a thing teenagers are actively doing. Yes. And I'm going to actually read directly from the article. Okay. Okay. If you have this problem, how can you stop? Prayer to Jehovah God can be a vital step to recovery. Suggestion. Start with brief prayers, perhaps simply telling Jehovah, I need help. In time, you will be able to open up and pour out your feelings to God. Prayer is not some psychological crutch. It is real communication with your Heavenly Father. Keep a scripture journal. Suggestion. When you come across a Bible passage that assures you of Jehovah's love or that can help you to develop a balanced view of yourself and your feelings, write that scripture in a journal. I want to just say... Now, I am quoting wow. from the article. I didn't read the entire article. Right. I left out where they repeated some things over and over and cool. a couple of individual supposedly real stories. Okay. I left that out. Yeah. What I read to you was 
all of the advice they actually give. This is the entirety of the advice that they give to a teenager who is self-harming. That's it. That's their advice. Now, yeah. now, now, when I am wanting to harm myself, am I supposed to go to this book of things I'm written? Or when I'm so upset with my life that I want to hurt my own physical body, that I am now supposed to go to this fucking Bible and take the time to read scriptures that don't make me feel bad? So, you're supposed to pray. You're supposed to go. Go pray. So now you want to hurt when yourself. When I'm praying. You're not praying enough. When I'm praying. And this person is not talking back to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I am in a crisis mode. Mm -hmm. Stephanie, we are crisis workers. We are. Do you think that if one of our patients was in their room praying, that that would calm them down? So... Uh, you know I'm an atheist. I uh, yes. I also have prayed with some of our individuals who were in crisis. Okay. Now I want to be perfectly clear. These were people who believed in God, right? And wanted me to pray with them. This right. was their idea. But they had another human to talk to, mm -hmm. and they had a human sitting by their side who was trained Talking back to, to deal with this right. psychological crisis, okay. literally sitting in the room with them. Yeah. So they had a trained individual to physically hold their hand and talk back with them and talk to okay. them and just sit and actually yeah, listen. listen. They had a physical person they could see yeah. listening and feel and physically feel my yeah. touch if they needed me to hold their hand. Right. They had a human interacting with them who was trained. They were not just praying. No. And they were not isolated. Writing down Bible passages. You've now told this little child, hey, dude, you're already now, so alone. Go be more alone. Do you know what was missing from this article? I mean, they didn't say anything, like, about other ways to, like, Maybe, first of all, express that you're having feelings or go to your parents or like, hey, talk to somebody about this who's a real human being, maybe? Yeah. Is that what I'm there with? Okay, we didn't get it. Nothing in the so article in the entire saying, article. talk to a doctor, talk to your parents, go to your school counselor, talk to your best friend. Oh my nothing God. in there. No. Nothing about going to a qualified professional. Now I know an 11-year-old isn't going to go to a qualified professional but without they an adult's go help. To their mom. But this article is written for teenagers from like 11 to 19. And not once in here does it give you a phone Reach number out. to call. Like, oh my God. They don't even have their own crisis line you could call. There's not even a Jehovah's Witness no. crisis line. So not only are they not providing a crisis line like we're going to, mm -hmm. they're not providing one of their own. Dude. They're not even suggesting it. Um, do you have like 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 mental health rates, like suicide mm -hmm. rates and stuff in this? I don't. Do you think you could do I don't know how I would even discoverable? They're they are so insular that it would be really right. hard right. to find that information. Right. What I can do, 
I can reach out to a couple of resources that I know online yeah. who are much more involved still with breaking these kinds of stories open okay. and ask them. And if you want, I can reach out to a few people and see if someone will actually come on the show. I mean, I am only wondering those things thing. because like how much this is, this isn't even just like a person like talking about being sad or like, just feeling really sad. No. This is someone physically this is hurting themselves. The title of this article again, the question that young people were asking is literally, why do I cut myself? Like, not why do I want to. I'm why so upset do I? about this. This is directed at people who are already doing self-harming. And there's no language in here like nothing. Reach out, go out, get help. Like nothing. What the fuck? And if these kids do reach out, I can tell you from personal experience what's going to I happen know. to them. Because I again, personal story time. Yeah. I used to cut. Yeah. When I was a teenager, right. when I was in this cult, and I did reach out. I did finally go to my parents. What this I was told you're not praying hard enough. I was then brought before a committee of the elders in my church. Now, this was, I believe, two elders. Um, and the, uh, different congregations can have anywhere from like four to six to ten, depending right. on how many people are in the congregation. So this was two elders. And I then had to confess to these two elders that I was hurting myself, which was a sin. I, at one point, was crying and begging my parents to take me to a doctor and get me antidepressants oh because I was my hurting myself God. and I wanted to kill myself. And I knew if I didn't stop, I was going to cause real damage and possibly kill myself. And I wanted to stop, but I couldn't. I was told that if I went to a psychiatrist, they would pull me away from God. So that was be, that's what psychiatrists do. I was going to ask about, so therapy is off. Therapy is okay. off the table. Now, this was also the early 90s. Okay, so this is... So a, there was a big deal at the time with kids being on things like Prozac. Okay. And my parents didn't want to put me on any medication. So they didn't take me to a doctor. Instead, I had to go and talk to a couple of grown-ass adult men. And like, as a 14 or 15-year-old child. Know the answer to this question, but Stephanie, did talking to these stupid fucking guys help your situation? Um, I finally quit cutting myself in my 30s. After I got out of the cult, got some serious psychological help, tried different medications, and was in and out of therapy for years. No, it didn't help. They don't help. They are useless. Okay. Anyways. We have now depressed our entire audience. Jesus fucking I'm better now. I'm angry now. <laughs> I'm fucking angry. Okay, so the next one, again, I chose things that yeah. were relevant no, to me. This is important, for sure. I chose things that were relevant to me. So this next, and this is again from questions young people ask, answers yeah. that work. 
here's the next okay. question, and then I will read a portion oh, of that article. Can I put my foot down and say it? that answer did not fucking work? No. Okay, cool. No. Glad that we was not there. an answer that works. Not no. that fucking works. You know, maybe we'll just make this a segment every few months. We will read one of these. Yes. <laughs> did that answer work or no? And we are professionals, like you said, I'm, in crisis yeah. care. So I think we could evaluate. I think we have a little I bit. I think this might be a regular segment, evaluating like some of these things, yes. these questions and answers. So next. Okay. Okay, and again, I chose this one because Personal this is about same-sex attraction, Correct. and I'm gay. Yes. I don't know if you realize that, Estelle. It's about time I told you. Deb is not my roommate. Holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, well, I do accept her, though, because she makes some good fucking food. Oh, she fucking does. I love it. She really does. Anyway, and here's the question. Okay. I'm attracted to the same sex. Does that mean I'm gay? Okay. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Fact. In many cases, same-sex attraction is nothing more than a passing phase. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm looking at your face and trying not to laugh while I read this. Because <laughs> Estelle is going to have some phase comments. <laughs> That's what Lizette, 16 who was at the time attracted to a girl found. She says, through my biology classes in school, I learned that during the adolescent years, hormone levels can fluctuate greatly. I truly think that if more youths knew more about their bodies, they would understand that same-sex attraction can be temporary and they wouldn't feel the pressure to be gay. But what if your attraction to the same sex seems to be more than a passing phase? Is it cruel of God to tell someone who is attracted to the same sex to avoid homosexuality? If you answered yes to that last question, you should know that such reasoning is based on the flawed notion that humans must act on their sexual impulses. The Bible dignifies humans by assuring them that they can choose not to act on their improper sexual urges. The Bible stand is not unreasonable. It simply directs those with homosexual urges to do the same thing that is required of those with opposite sex attraction. To flee from fornication. <laughs> The fact is, millions of heterosexuals who wish to conform to the Bible's standards employ self-control despite any <laughs> temptations they might face. Those with homosexual inclinations can do the same if they truly want to please God. Oh my God. Comments? Go ahead. What the fuck is this? <laughs> What the fuck is this? <laughs> well, you're gonna tell me it's a fucking phase, and then you're gonna tell me, and then you're gonna tell me that okay, it's not a phase. You, this is actually happening. But now I have to resist the urge, like my heterosexual companions. I would so, say nay, sir, because those motherfuckers are not resisting anything. Okay, so in their religion. You don't have sex before marriage. Oh shit! I forgot. About you can that. get kicked out. I no, that's pretty but much everywhere. Keep in mind, pretty they important. think that gay marriage is a sin. Okay. So what they're saying here is, if you're gay, you need to resist 
having gay sex, do it with the and you can't get married, so you need to be celibate for the rest of your life. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, that's what they're saying. So they 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 didn't even say to just conform. No, okay. and I mean they would expect that right. if you bit, want a partner, yeah. you'll just conform Correct. and pretend to be straight. And I'm sure that a lot of them do that. But that's their advice. It's a phase. And if it's not a phase, we'll just be single forever. Well, then. <laughs> and Jehovah's Witnesses are not one of those religions that requires celibacy of their leaders. Of um, a lot of people that are in the governing body are not married. These are They're not men. married? They're not, because they have intended to dedicate themselves completely to the church but that's not a requirement it's not expected of them so they just get to go around mm -hmm. sling a dick wherever they want um they can't outside of marriage oh they're not they allowed to get kicked out okay outside of marriage some of them have but chosen. Not married. Some of them have chosen not to be married. It's not a requirement like in the Catholic Church. Oh, is there a requirement to be married? No, it is not oh. a requirement to be married or to be single. Okay, it is a personal choice to okay. be married or single. And if they are not married, then they cannot be. Slain. They cannot be having sex. Okay. okay, gay or straight. Okay, I got that now. But their advice here is it's just don't do it at all if you are gay. Just be celibate forever. Um. I, you know what, to be fully honest, I will say that I am surprised that they even acknowledged that homosexuality was a thing. Um, they kind of have to. They don't have a choice. They didn't for years. Okay. But they don't have a choice. Because I was going to say. This is actually a fairly new article. Oh, okay. And when I was a kid, this is not what they were saying. Because I was going to say, what was happening in your experience? Because I don't um, think it was. That sounded. Now, again. Nice. I left in the 90s. These are bunny ears. And I'm yeah. saying that sounded nice. nice yeah. You're doing a little air quote. Things are nice. Yeah. I mean, that's not nice. But that's the nicest way I've ever yeah, heard a religion talk about uh -huh. that yeah. that way. So, but again, if that's new, then that makes sense. It is new. Right. And, I mean, you're saying it's nice from a religious perspective, but... But it's fucking awful. It starts with, it's just a phase, and if you knew about your yeah. body, you would know it's right. just a phase. Absolutely fucking terrible. No, it's fucking not. Right. It was not a phase when I was a teenager. It was not a phase in my 20s. No. Or my 30s. No. Here I am in my Still 40s. <laughs> married to a woman. Yes. It's not a phase. No. Pretty sure it's not a phase. Yeah. Wow. And so what was, can I ask, what was kind of your experience back um, then? It is a disgusting sin. Okay. And... <coughs> We don't do it because it's wrong right. and homosexual urges are wrong. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. It was just absolutely it's just wrong. Yeah. It's just wrong. Now they're they're nicely saying, Oh, it's fornication, which is a big deal and can get you kicked out. Okay. So when they're saying, you know, it's they can just not act on it because it's just fornication anyway, what they're saying is we're going to kick you out and you will lose salvation. For being gay if you act on it. I hate it here. It's disgusting. So this is a message for teenagers. Okay. okay. Next, I'm going to actually have you watch that video. Okay.
this video. Now, I want to point out that these videos did not exist when I was a kid. Right. These are new. These are very yes. new. These videos came out. I think they started making these videos. I want to say like 2010, 2012. They started making videos for children. Okay. Um, so I didn't grow up with these. I was long out of the, the church by that point. But this video is not intended for teenagers. This video I'm going to show you is intended for elementary school age children. Oh, okay. okay. This is a cartoon okay. from a series called Caleb and Sophia. Okay. Um, I do not, I'm, I don't think I've ever heard of this. You wouldn't have. This is Jehovah's Witnesses. I only Strictly. heard about it. So wait, are you allowed to like watch TV and shit? Like, or is it um, pretty? So different families now within the church different. have different rules about right. it. Okay. But yes, within reason. And it depends on the family. But you're probably not going to watch the new Deadpool movie. Oh, God, movie no. Theater. Oh, God. Even right. even the adults don't watch R-rated movies. Um, even the adults? No. Oh, my. No, 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 no. Adults wow. don't watch R-rated movies. So no. These people are very so, all around. PG, PG-13. Um, you want to avoid things with swearing. Avoid things with sex. Avoid things with drug use. You don't want these people to get ideas. Avoid things with violence. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You don't want your people to no, have you don't, thoughts. No. You don't want them to get ideas to see what freedom and fun and joy and yeah and things like yeah. these these things. And like I said, it depends on the family. My family went through a phase where my dad decided we couldn't watch anything rated higher than PG. Oh my gosh, that's like nothing. Yeah. Well, that ended pretty quick because right after my dad made that rule for our family, yeah. at the time, the newest Batman movie I came out. You telling it was story. one of the uh, Tim Burton Batmans. Mm -hmm. um, and it came out, and my mom had watched the first one and absolutely loved it. So when the next one came out, my mom was like, well, you don't have to watch it, but I'm going to. And I remember it was a little... My parents never argued in yes. front of us, but I remember this little tiny tiff between them that it was like, well, that's PG-13, and that's not appropriate. And my mom was like, I'm over 13, and I'm seeing Batman. I love And mom. she won. I love We saw that movie. Do you get to go? We got to Your see dad the movie. Did, did he watch it? I think my dad went with us. He did. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love the it. Thing is, my dad likes movies like that. Yeah. My dad enjoys the Batman movies. What is it about that? Like, what yeah. happens there? Is it, do you know? Uh, like, these just random ass rules in the family just start coming about? My dad is, and for years was, an elder. Okay. Which is, within a specific congregation, that's the highest level you can achieve. Okay. As elder. Right. And... From there, you be, you can become what's called a circuit overseer, and a circuit overseer is in charge of several congregations, and the elders answer to him. Jeez, okay. My dad was an elder, right? and there was a time period when we lived in Washington where he was not an elder anymore, and he was not an elder because we had moved from California, and the new congregation had not yet appointed him an elder, because you have to be appointed by that congregation. Oh, okay. And there was some issue with somebody else, I think, in the congregation. I, I don't know the whole story. But basically, there was a problem between my dad and another brother. And the other brothers in the congregation took the other brother's side over my dad and kind of blacklisted him for a while. 
And so my dad, for a brief time, I think was trying desperately to be everything he needed Picture to be perfect. to become an elder again yeah. okay. because this was important to him. Mm. And I don't remember if he ever became an elder in that congregation or not. I, I don't know for sure. Uh, like I said, it was years ago. Did you guys move from con- congregations? Um, so we is had that a church. Is a congregation a church? Yes, it is a specific like a community church. A specific okay. group of people that go to you're a congregation, and a lot of churches use that term. Okay. Um, and the congregation is just the specific group of people that goes okay. to this right, set of services. Um, Jehovah's Witnesses will have like one kingdom hall. That's what they call their churches, yes. kingdom halls. And it will serve sometimes two or three or even four congregations. Oh, okay. So it might be like on Sunday, you have like a 9 a.m. and then like an 11 a.m. and then like a 1 p.m. and then like a 4 p.m. meeting. And you are assigned to a congregation. Wow. Okay. You go to the meeting that you are assigned to. Ooh. So, this is so rigid. Yeah. Culty? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah, it's very rigid. So, yes, we moved congregations, but we moved congregations when we moved literally out of state. Right. That's what I was like. So, it was, okay. we had been in California until I was 10, and then we moved to Washington. And then we moved to Texas. Jeez, what a freaking jump there, huh? Work stuff, work related. Yeah. Yeah. My dad had different, took different jobs in different okay. states. Cool. So, yeah. Um. Okay. So now we're gonna get to this video. Okay. Video. Now, this is for elementary kids. This again. is for elementary kids. So this video is intended for like five-year-olds to like ten-year-olds. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, I am going to, this video is called One Man, One Woman. <sighs> I just don't know why you haven't even see seen it. this video yet. <laughs> oh, now uh, what I'm going to do is I, I'm going to let you watch this. Okay. And then we will talk about it. Okay. Because I don't have the permission Copy to right. play the video. Yeah. I'll provide a link in the show notes. Okay. But I don't have permission to play the video, so right. I'm not sure with copyright laws yeah. if I can. Yeah. So I'm going to pause the record, okay. and after you watch this, then I will hit record again. Okay. So go. Okay, Estelle just watched the video, and I'm going to encourage everybody else to do the same. First of all, that was a lot. Um, what mm-hmm. the fuck? What the fuck? Mm-hmm. So at some point, I'm assuming that that guy had to put his heterosexuality into that bag. <laughs> and then that's what he dropped at the airport. Okay. He dropped his, his look. So not everybody has fuck? watched the video. So I'm going to so describe the, okay, you, yes, the you video. This video. starts with a little girl in an elementary-aged classroom. It's a cartoon. Right. And she's pulling down a picture, a drawing, like a crayon drawing of a family. And she looks at the picture that she has drawn and looks at the board with the pictures of what the other kids have drawn. And she notices a picture with two women holding hands with a little girl. Right. And she's looking at that picture and she's looking at her, 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 at her picture and going back and forth. What? And she seems a little confused. Yeah. The next scene, she's running in to tell her mother 
that she drew a picture of the family and she didn't finish drawing her brother's face and right. blah 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 and her mom's looking at it and she's smiling and again all of this is animated yes this is a cartoon Correct. the little girl then tells her mother that her friend drew two mommies yeah now you can see the change in her mother's expression. The cartoon. They drew. Disgusted. They drew disgusted mother. Correct. Drew this. Yes. This was not an actress. No. Nope. They had to draw Physically. this disgusted Correct. mother. Yes. And then they talk yeah. about her friend having two mommies. Right. And how that's not what Jehovah wants. Now, when Estelle said the comment about dropping your sexuality before getting on a plane, Correct. describe for us what that that whole scene. What right. Happens so there. then they're like going in. Actually, yeah. So then she's like, think about it this way: you're at the hotel and you're bringing on something onto the plane that you're not allowed to, and then these things, the 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 sirens are going off. So, in the video, you see an animated character in an airport. Correct. And he is attempting to walk through the security yes. at the airport. And his bag has clearly had something in it that is not allowed to go. Something that's setting off the metal detectors. Correct. Now, they are explaining this as you can't get into the kingdom of God if you have homosexual Correct. urges. Correct. Or if you have homosexual behaviors. Correct. They just equated being gay with taking weapons on a plane. Like, what the F? They just <laughs> equated being gay with terrorism. With, <laughs> with terrorism. I just screamed terrorism <gasps> in, in the library. library. So... <laughs> I don't know, guys. <laughs> and then, and then, the piece de resistance of this video, the best <gasps> fucking part, when the mother asks the daughter, oh no, first of all, the mother says, people can change. Right. Now, what do you think you could do? What does the daughter say? Doesn't she say that, she says that she can show her, or she can tell them about, she can tell her uh -huh. Her friend uh -huh. about the paradise. Uh huh. About what was the second thing? About God's kingdom and, and how and everybody the can change and the resurrection. First off, let's just have a conversation. He's going to go to school <laughs> and tell her friend, "Your mothers are terrorists. Yeah. You can't get into the kingdom of God yeah. because they're gay. Yeah. But if they change and get divorced, they're also breaking the law. Because isn't that a no-no? Um. So here's you the thing: you can't get divorced. You can't get divorced in their religion. But if you were to convert to that religion and you were gay and married to another, like if I and my wife were to convert to that religion, our marriage wouldn't be valid by their standards. Okay. So we would have to get divorced in order to be in the church. And it wouldn't count as a divorce to them. Oh, because they make the rules. Because it's not a real marriage. Duh. And that's right. actually pretty common in a lot of churches, that being gay isn't a real marriage, even if it's a legal marriage. We won't get into that. But yeah. Yeah, so this little child... First of all, is being expected to go and tell another little child that the person that provides her fucking that her love parents should get a divorce. Food, they should be gone because your parents should get a divorce. Their love isn't what the Bible talked about. Yeah, 
Which, um, does the Bible specifically say anything? Um, I did know that, listen, um, is, there is one thing that the Bible says, right? And it says that man should not weigh with, like, So there's a couple of different passages. There's a couple different passages. What you're talking about is in Leviticus, a man will not lie with a man the way he lies with a woman. That's Leviticus. That is the same scripture that says that eating shrimp is an abomination but and not to wear fabric that is made or ma clothing made of two types of fabric. There's also something in there. There's something in Romans. Oh. In Romans, it talks about the unnatural um, relations between men with men and women with women. See, and I didn't even think it had anything to do with that. I thought it was like literally like a man should not lay with a young boy. And it was like very obviously no That's a separate thing lay. entirely. And I thought that that was like the quote that everyone was going for. And I'm like, not only does this, yes, this should not happen because that's pedophilia. It has nothing right. to do with people being So this story there, what they're referencing is none of that. What they're okay. referencing is... One man, one woman. Okay. And you'll notice that the mother said that Jesus said, technically, she's sort of right if you really bend what Jesus said. Okay. Jesus was talking about marriage. Mm. And he said, um, a man will leave his father and his mother and stick with his wife. And well, how she just then he the gives rules about divorce and oh. how you shouldn't be getting a divorce okay. because you have made a life commitment to this one person. In the historical context, there was no gay marriage among the Hebrews. Right. It wasn't a thing. Okay. So there's no reason that that would have even been something Jesus thought about. Fair. Jesus never, ever, ever, ever uttered a word about homosexuality. None. Zero. Nothing no. from him. The few passages that allude to homosexuality are in Leviticus. Okay. In Romans. And in Romans. Those are the ones. Right. That's it. And, then I and like none of those were written by Jesus. Right. None of those were said by Jesus. So... The only thing Jesus said was, leave your father and your mother and stick to your wife. Which, I mean, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, same. I mean, that's what my wife has done. Yeah, pretty sure that's what... And he directed the comment at men, afterwards. but he was talking to men when he said it. Mm -hmm. Now, does that mean that Jesus would be pro-gay now? I don't know. I don't fucking care. I care about telling a child that being gay is literally terrorism. absolutely not teach children that <laughs> being gay is terrorism, but we absolutely cannot teach that children can go to school and tell another child that their home life is unacceptable because you of religion. I would smack some. Actually, I would <sighs> smack somebody. And the worst part of that is they expect their children to do that. Right, and they probably even teach them ways to yes. be abrasive about those things. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, because, I mean, I've talked to you about this, but, like, you were kind of forced to sit down and do, like, a lot of Bible study and stuff, and oh, you had to um, talk publicly, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, there was a lot of things that... The Jehovah's Witnesses have this thing called the Theocratic Ministry School, and it is... 
you learn how to speak publicly and you learn how to talk to other people. You learn how to be on stage. You learn how to write their sermons. They call their sermons talks. And is this all just like, um, like training to yes take over the beginning of the church or like to take over the next generation for of the men church? it's training to take over the next generations of the church keep in mind that women don't serve in a leadership position oh right though ever yes and there aren't even like women's groups they don't have like youth groups and women's groups and men's groups and that really? kind of thing everybody worships together in wow. very formalized settings hmm. so there's not even like Women can even don't even have the chance to get together. The best a woman can do is be what's called a pioneer, which means that you are spending 40 hours a week at a minimum preaching oh door to door. God. Yeah. Oh, and they count your time. Like you have to turn in every month. Are, are women allowed to have jobs? Are there jobs in, like, you are you have to make money. General. It is unrealistic to say that women can't have jobs. Obviously. But like, it is encouraged that if possible, a woman gets married and becomes a stay-at-home mother, but it's not realistic, and they do understand that that's not realistic for most people. Okay. So they're not still trying to force that, at least. They prefer it. Okay. But they're not going to kick you out. No, you're not going to be kicked out for it, and they understand that that's not realistic okay. for every situation. It would be preferable, but it is not a requirement. Do you think that it's like almost looked down on if their home isn't like perfectly met to the Jehovah's standards? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And that's for both men and women. Mm -hmm. they, they have very different jobs within the family and within the church. And they are quietly judgmental of one another. Yeah. All of the all time. All of the time. Everything you do is being judged. It's like a little gossip. And if you're an elder's wife, more is expected of you oh, than if you are not an elder's wife. And, like, talking to my friend David, who's been on the show a couple of times, um, he was also raised in the same cult. Um, he had the expectation from women that, like, he would start dating. And they would ask, well, when do you think you're going to become a ministerial servant? Which is the step below really? elder. Wow, that's and if, like right off the bat. If huh? you aren't going to see yourself becoming a ministerial servant, that sister is not likely to date you. Um, was this when he was younger? How long did he stay in? Uh, he left quite a few years ago. Oh, so he did he not leave when he was 18, though. Um, he left as a teenager and then went back oh, okay. and then left again as an adult okay okay yeah wow so that but that like status there with just doing that like mm -hmm. you have to move up in the church or women you don't have wanna... to at least have the desire because a sister doesn't want to marry a man who isn't going to be a pioneer or a yeah. ministerial servant or an elder because what's the use to them yeah you know because her be. status, because the, exactly, they uh -huh. she wants the status. Her status is being an elder's wife. God, why are we still? This is why is this still happening today? Ah! 
I mean, this happens in a lot of churches. I'm only speaking about just one in particular. Like, you're not even just really speaking about, like, 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 this just happens so... And this kind of thing is really common in evangelical churches. Ugh. Yeah, it's... And it's gross. And this is what they're teaching their children. Children. Yeah. Like, we're, we're... they're like taking these little babies and they're just like yeah. conditioning all this nasty shit into them. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Do you know what the rates of staying in the Jehovah's Witness to leaving? Do you know if that's something we could look up? I can get in touch with some of the sources that I have, like I said, that do a yeah. lot more. Yeah, I think I've got some questions. Um and I, maybe we can arrange an interview. That would be cool. Because I, it sounds like you really want to know more, and if our listeners want to know more. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let me reach out and see what I can find out. Okay. And I'll, I'll get back to you. And if that's something that our listeners are interested, are interested in, in. Um, I can start working on that. Yeah. Um, so if this is something that you're interested in, send us a message on Facebook. Let us know. In the group, send us an email. If, um, not, if you know us in research. person, tell us in person. Yeah. And I, I mean, I will do the research, and I'll get back to you on that. Cool. But if... Another episode like this is something that people are interested in. Yeah. I'll do another episode like this. Cool. Um, I have a little prepared like for um, some of our Christmas stuff. We, we have some Christmas episodes yes. that we're working Scary. on. And I have a couple of little things that, you know, if we need to, I can create an episode just talking about Christi- uh, Christmas within the cold. Okay. That we could do an entire episode if that's what people want to hear. Yeah. Well, so, I am interested in your holiday, not holidays. Okay. Well, our next episode, we're right. going to talk about Thanksgiving. Right. And we're going to hear a little bit about you and a little bit about me. Yes. And maybe we'll talk about food. Ooh. Ooh. I love food. I, I love, love talking food. about food. I love food. But we are now almost in an hour. And by Perfect. the time that... um. By the time this episode comes out with, you know, adding our intro and our, you know, everything, it's going to be a little bit over an hour, and I think that's okay. Yeah. Um, And if this is something that people want to hear more about, let me know. We'll do another episode like this. This wasn't a particularly funny episode, but... But, Sometimes we need some seriousness. Sometimes we do. Mm -hmm. And if you were raised in a cult... And you have some stories to tell. Interested, please Please message us. us. Um, We can... Maybe you can call us and we will play your story on the air. Yeah. Or if you prefer to remain anonymous, you can email it to us and we will not read your name out. Yes. But if you have some cult stories, let us know. I feel like it's also just really important to add, like, if you're struggling with mental health or anything, please reach out to somebody. Just somebody that you love, somebody that makes you feel loved, somebody that's a professional, somebody that's... Reach out to somebody and even, you know, reach out to us if you fucking need. I don't care. We're here. But don't, don't just sit in a corner and pray. No. No, please, 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 no, please, please reach don't. out. I mean, and if you want to pray and that brings you comfort, yeah, that's fine. I think fine. that's beautiful. I think um, that's wonderful. You seek that comfort where you yes. need it. But please reach out. Please get help. And I will include in the show notes some links Thank for you. where you can actually find some help. So everybody have a good night and we will talk to you again next week. Talk to you later. If you enjoy 2AM Brains, please rate and review wherever you listen. This helps others to find us and helps us to grow. You can connect with Dinah and Estelle in our 2AM Brains Facebook group 
or say hi to Dinah on Facebook and Twitter. Send questions or comments to 2AMBrains, that's brains with a Z, at gmail.com.